You're listening to Dawn from Fate Extra, released November 21st, 2011, composed by Shinji Hosoe. Welcome to another episode of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. I, of course, am your host, Brian, and joining me on the show this week, he is the host of The Movie Bar. Every month with the dyad, it is Petroth. Yeah, yeah, it's me, man. Hey, I'm here. It's you. What's going on? How are you? I am doing all right. Getting excited about this episode. It's actually kind of kind of timely for me, which I'll talk about in a second after you do your opening bit. Real quick, if you'd be so kind, head on over to Apple Podcast or whichever app you chose and listen to us on and drop us a quick rating and review. It really does help us out in terms of visibility so that this show continues to grow. And remember, we are on Patreon now as well. Patreon.com forward slash RPG era. Check out our tiers, see what we're doing. If you feel inclined, toss us a couple bucks each month. If not, continuing to listen to the episode as the Apple Week Works Wonders as well, and of course, special shout out to current executive producers, Jexx and Zenku. Uh, before you talk about the timely, let me throw out our shout out of the week for our right. episode comment from Spotify. Uh, this was left on the House of the Dragons episode that actually uploaded uh, last week, uploaded yeah. on the 4th. We're about, we are basically caught up. This week's, as we record, it's the 10th. This week's episode hasn't posted yet. It is uploading tomorrow. I do have it almost done, and we are basically caught up, so that's very nice. But yes, House of the Dragons episode posted last week. Melissa dropped a comment and said, who doesn't like dragons? Love the episode. Right? Yeah. Prof Jeff actually mentioned to me. In Does Prof Jeff not like dragons? Or uh, He mentioned to me in our chat that uh, yeah, he loved the episode. He thought it was really oh. great. He especially really liked the um, the one you brought with the... Uh, the uh, the vocalist he said it, it sounded like something a legitimate fantasy bard would sing oh from that from dragon age yes yeah, follow yeah, the yeah, magister yeah. yeah yeah so he liked the episode that was his favorite track hell yeah well, glad i brought prof jeff's favorite track 
Yeah. But uh, Bedroth, why is our episode topic timely? And, and, and in fact, why don't you just introduce the episode topic since it's timely for you? Yeah, I will. I will go ahead and do that. Well, I've talked about before. My two oldest kids are both in band. My oldest, Shukapau, is a hardcore band geek. Uh, actually, she's going to be studying music, uh, either composition or performance in college next year. And so she wants to go all the way with uh, with the trumpet. And Dusk is a flute player. And we always knew that we wanted to encourage our kids into either, either band or athletics, one or the other, just because we feel like doing team stuff, you know, it's good for them and it's been good for the big two. So I uh, took my, my middle child, who um, any listeners of Very Good Music would know as Lemon Boy, <laughs> to uh, get checked out for instruments for starting band when he gets into sixth grade next year. And he picked the saxophone. Oh, did he really? Nice. He did. So, yeah, getting one step closer to that uh, Bedroth family jazz band. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys are going to go on tour eventually? And, uh, we'll have to see. You're going to be like, like the Von Trapps. Like the Judds? Or no, the Judds, Or the, or the Partridge family or the Judge. Could, yeah, the, yeah, one the of those, uh, the Judds. I do know the Judds. I accidentally said Judge, but I don't want people <laughs> to at me. So the Judds, <laughs> yes. One of those musical families. Um but yeah, so uh, our topic for this week, which was actually your idea, coming it off was. a couple episodes inspired by by my ideas, is a sweet, sexy sax. <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to hear me, you say the topic title. I just wanted to hear yep, you say it. You you did give me a little bit of leeway. Not all of my <gasps> songs are as sexy smooth as that opening track no. was, but everyone does, in fact, feature a saxophone performance. Yes. I am so excited. This is a this is a topic that I've been wanting to do for quite some time now. Um, one of my favorite genres of music is that synthwave, retrowave style that really blew up over the last mm, decade or so now, actually, which is crazy that it's already been about a decade since it really got popular. Again, I freaking love in synthwave music, dude, when saxophones just kick in out of nowhere. It's, it's perfect. It blends so perfectly. And I've just always been a fan of that sound. And to me, saxophones are sexy as hell dude <laughs> yeah yeah when when they're done right they definitely can be uh, yeah. they can also be super energetic and exciting which uh, at least one of my tracks is i've got a couple one of mine is too actually not all of mine are sweet sexy sax actually yeah uh which you know um it, it's, it's, it's not nice enough but but kenny g playlists are just a click away so if anybody wants just hours of smooth sexy sax you can go a lot of mine else. are the vibe <laughs> that i was aiming for but I didn't yeah. just stick with that. Right. But I definitely led with maybe my best example of that. This Dude, is that was perfect. Great. Oh, yeah, man. So that was, yeah, Dawn from the game Fate Extra, which I've never heard of, never played. Um, I have, actually. Okay. Not, okay, not well, this version, it. but I've played versions of this game series. Um, okay. It's based on an anime. Now, I do know that the original game is a dungeon crawler, but the... Uh game that I played was called something record no I think it was called I have no idea actually um, <laughs> couldn't right. tell you it released on PS4 I do remember that uh, PS4 Fate 
extra. I did a review for it for leveldowngames.com. The Umbral Star. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Ooh. That's called Fate Extella. That could very well be the same thing that because the of the same? whole LR yeah. the thing that happens with Japanese sometimes. Um, Fate Extella the um, is an action video game. Uh, they are soon joined by a third faction led by Altera, who has the intent of destroying civilization as well as Saber from Fate Stay Night. Wow, there's a lot of Fate games. Is Fate the series? It, it could be. Um, like, is Fate X? Extra, a version of Fate. Fate Stay Night is a version of okay. Fate. Fate Extella a, is a yeah, version of is Fate. Fate. Fate Extella takes place in the Fate Extra world. Okay, so so, so I think Fate is the universe then. So a lot of the, all these games must be connected. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, if, what I can I might, talk about I might at least be a little bit. I might be totally wrong on that actually, but I have no idea. Is uh, the composer who I I would have been really surprised if uh, Megaten or Shinji Hosoe had not shown up at least once on this list. Um, and shout out is most to Shinji known. Hosoi, because we just played him last week on the House of the Dragons episode. Yeah, yep, yep, we did. Dragon Spear. Uh, Hosoi did a lot of stuff for like the Namco arcade games, uh, probably most famously Ridge Racer back in the, the 90s, uh, but also did one of my favorite sleeper soundtracks, which is the soundtrack to Street Fighter EX. Um, really, really cool jazzy stuff if you like fusion and and just this this kind of music um street fighter ex soundtrack is really fantastic but yeah nice. um really nice. really enjoy that opener when i found it that was one of the late ones i found kind of like you were telling me before we started i have so many backups for yeah. this episode <laughs> i have about eight or nine still in a playlist that i didn't port over to our master playlist that we both dump tracks into um I have I have quite a few saved in my other playlist that I keep and yeah. I could very well use them in future episodes if I can fit them in somewhere because <laughs> they're all great. They're all yeah. amazing. I mean, well, there's so much great saxophone music uh, out there in general, but it also seems to be kind of a favorite in a lot of a lot of EGM, especially. Well, I mean, whether it's the slow jazz or the like the um, you were saying, like the synth wave, retro wave jazz, yeah. um, uh, it, it's it's a really good choice. It's a really um diverse instrument it can it can be brought to use in a lot of different situations so and and of course as we were talking about on the on the house of the dragon episode that uh that nights into dreams track that i brought was our preview oh, for yeah. the sweet sexy sax <laughs> absolutely that was the tease that was the tease so I did find it actually. So Fate Stay Night um, spawned the actual like everything else. It spawned the okay. entire universe. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, which is kind of cool. So they are all tied together. Fate Stay Night spawned the Fate Media franchise, consisting of a number of adaptations and spinoffs in various different media. Uh, so there's Fate Stay Night, Fate Hollow, Atarxia, um, Fate. Gotta love God, those. I don't even know how to pronounce those a lot localized of this. titles. Yeah. Most well, of this, if anybody out there has uh, has any experience with the Fate franchise, let us know. Give us yeah, a comment. Tell absolutely, us about it. absolutely. But man, um, we were talking before the episode, and there are a couple of games I know I've heard uh, in your your track list that I know I've heard music from before. And I'm excited about getting into some of those. So what do you say we go ahead and start your first block? I am excited as well. Let's do that. We have, I actually brought some lengthy tracks. My second block later in the show is very, very beefy. Um, yeah. This one, I have one pretty long track as well. But Yeah. Yeah. Um, this block will be about like five, 10 minutes or so, but I guess that's not terrible. Um, no, that's not bad. But uh, man, this opening track is one of my favorites that I brought. So I, I think you're really going to like this one. We're going to kick excited. things off. I love off. this soundtrack. Yes, it's amazing. We are going to kick things off with Lei 
Havina, Old Settlement from Gravity Rush 2. This released on January 20th, 2017, and it was composed by Kohei Tanaka. Next, let's take a listen to Home is Where the Ground Is from Dropsy. This released on September 10th, 2015, and it was composed by Chris Schlarb. Thank you. 
last up in this block, let's take a listen to One Night in Neo Kobe City from Snatcher. This released on December 15th, 1994, and it was composed by Masahiro Ikariko. back in we are talking about Lay Havina otherwise known as Old Settlement from Gravity Rush 2 again composed by Kohei Tanaka now out of this block Gravity Rush 2 actually is the game that I've played the other two I have not played Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of this series and I really hope that it's not dead like it's it's sony owned right sony published it's developed by japan studio which has me worried because japan studio really hasn't done anything in a while 
Um, but I hope this series isn't dead. I'd love to see a, uh, a Gravity Rush 3 in the future. This soundtrack, though, dude, from start to finish, from track one to the end, is incredible. Kohei Tanaka mm-hmm. did such yeah. a phenomenal, phenomenal job with this soundtrack. He's got so many different elements in here, but really what shines through are these more like jazzier elements. And damn, man, I just I, I have a hard time sitting still when I'm listening to this one. I want to float through the air like like the uh, main character does. I forget her name because it's been six years since I've played the game. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, man, that makes that makes if me you sad close your eyes and just let it take you away. Um, I don't have a problem with her name still. was Cat. Sorry. <laughs> listen to this, but man, it, in my mind, it takes me everywhere. This is like, it's, it's you know, it would be cool sometime to explore how the concept of flight is conveyed in tracks uh, because there's a, um, a track to get slightly off subject really quickly. There's a track from um, it might be Panzer Dragoon uh, just called Flight that is like a perfect summation of that. There's also a track from John Williams' soundtrack to Hook that just sounds like flying, but this one is very different from either of those and yet this is flying like the way those you strings still get that sense you. of yeah you yeah. still get that sense of not only movement but like what would that feeling be i mean exhilaration but maybe but i don't know that's what i was I don't there's know that one that's, that's specific to of. flight exhilaration sounds more like speed but i don't know it's just a feeling of freedom of lightness but this is also a really good showcase i mean airiness, of when a but I, I don't know that that's the way to yeah to really yeah. describe it i know what but, you're saying though yeah. we're like we're dancing around it but uh but i know i know what you're getting at i'm picking up what you're putting down yeah but <laughs> the way that saxophone just comes in and accentuates the whole thing that that saxophone makes me feel things in this track man Ooh, so man. good it is beyond gorgeous this was one of the first tracks that I went to. I remembered this one. I instantly put it on my list, and there was no question. Like when I was narrowing down mine, this this was on the top. Mm-hmm. This this was yeah. definitely um, one one probably, that you know you're going to keep yeah. from the beginning. And I was I was just thinking like, is it my favorite track that I brought today? It very well could be. At the end of the day, or at the end of the show, I'll let you know if I remember. Um, it is already almost twelve thirty, and we are at the very start of this episode. So there's no guarantee <laughs> that I remember that I said this when we get to the end of the show but um if i remember i'll let you know but i think this might be my favorite track that i brought and depending on what you brought potentially still my favorite of the show i i think this is just amazing yeah uh we'll see the the track that i knew i was going to keep from the beginning is coming up but it's it is not as in line with the literal title of this episode as this track is so well, we'll that's see. okay <laughs> that's okay that's all right but, but moving man, into yeah. drops. The second track is perfect for in between because it's a lot more chill, a lot more low yeah. key. Yeah, it's it's really interesting, and and the game itself is interesting. Again, from Dropsy, the name of this track is "Home Is Where the Ground Is." It was composed by Chris Schlarb, and <laughs> this came out back in, I'm, I'm trying to look again, it came out in 2015, it was a Steam release, and it is a point-and-click game that was de- uh, developed by Tendershoot, but published by Devolver Digital. And I tend to, and Kyle does as well, um, you know, Max Level Podcast, but he also tends to love the the Devolver Digital published games just because of their, their quirkiness, right? their zaniness their sense of humor just their style and mm-hmm. this has their style dude it's it's a it says a non-traditional take on the classic point-and-click adventure formula starring the game's perpetually carefree namesake clown as he explores a richly detailed world full of colorful characters and sinister secrets and this 
clown is like quite disturbing looking, <laughs> but he's 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 this little you know he just wants to give hugs along the way, but he's quite disturbing looking. Um, it's a very interesting looking game. It looks kind of I don't know, man. It looks wild. It looks like a trip, like like a definite trip. Um, the soundtrack, I had a chance to listen through most of it. It is mostly available on YouTube. I was listening through it after I did a quick search for games that featured saxophone soundtracks because I wanted to see what else was out there that I didn't know about. Because that's one of the things as well that I know you and I have talked about that before on the show. But one of the reasons we like doing this is to expand our own knowledge and our own right. like library, not necessarily yeah, vocabulary. That's my favorite part but, uh, of the game. Yeah, like just, you know, expanding our minds and finding new things that we haven't heard of or or, or whatever. So I did a search. I stumbled upon this game and the soundtrack, Chris, uh, Chris Sharp. And dude, it's really cool. Yeah, it really is, man. I uh, Like I said, that's just a, it's a perfect kind of middle track. The saxophone is, is very, very nice. Don't have a whole lot specifically to say about about it, but it's just it's it's a very mellow, very chill, very nice track. Yeah, man, that's very it's yeah yes it's just very indeed. Nice <laughs> but man, oh man, then we move into the last track in that block, which comes from Snatcher. We are talking yep. about One Night in Neo Kobe City, composed again by Masahiro Ikariko. This is. I, I, it's beyond amazing, dude. It's beyond incredible. Um, I was telling you just a little quick, uh, aside. I brought a, I brought two Konami tracks today, both of them developed by Kojima and both mm-hmm. composed by the same guy. <laughs> one in this block, one in my next block. But, uh, yep. <laughs> this is just, man, if this isn't sweet, sexy sax, then what is? Yeah. In a different vein than my opening track, because it's yes. a lot faster pace. It's a lot more exciting. This is this is just funky, dude. Like this is, oh, this is good stuff. It <laughs> the, the whole track is just really incredible. fun, and that's that's the other thing I really wanted to do on this playlist is I wanted to bring like just songs that were really really great, but that also happened to feature really great sax. And yeah. you definitely did did the same thing here. This is this is phenomenal. Yep. And this is another game that I haven't played. That's why I didn't have much to say about Dropsy again. I didn't play it. Never played Snatcher. I do know it's obviously a Sega CD game, but it was also like a PC eighty eight game. Um, I think it was also on PlayStation and mm-hmm. maybe somewhere else, but I do know it's a visual novel. Um, I probably would enjoy the hell out of it if I did play it because I do like visual novels and obviously I love the style that the game is set in. Um, uh, looks like a chance like, to. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, Dude, like it's a detective Kobe City. thriller it's type like, thing. Yeah. It's the cyberpunk, <laughs> freaking cyberpunk future, man. Well, then the guy on the cover, though, just looks like an old-fashioned like a... He's an old-fashioned um, James Bond. What, what's his face? Well, He's, he's wearing a, a detective trench coat. Dick Trent Tracy, no, not Dick Tracy. Uh, not Dick Tracy, but like, what's his name? The uh, the the Peter Falk, the one more Columbo. Ah, that's it. Columbo yep. type thing. Here we go. Yep, that's the one. That's the one. But man, and, yeah, man. Uh, but um, what's the Ika-Hiko, equivalent of shredding or, on a saxophone? Uh, also known as uh, Ika-san. Um, he's he's been around for a while. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you would call shredding on a saxophone, but whatever it is, this guy's doing it. I wish we could find yeah. the performance credits for all these. Yeah, this is just. I'd love to know who did that because it's it's so fast in some areas. Like like I said, it'd be it'd be insane to hear it on a on a guitar shredding and whatever the equivalent is of shredding on a saxophone. That's what it is. That is what and it is. And there was a section in this before we get into my block. There was a section in this that uh, you and I had to pause and kind of think about for. A second 
and you said you you think it it's um oh, I'm probably yeah. thinking of Thriller, but there's a, a melody in this track around the 51 second mark that goes and I I I had to pause and like wait wait you wait did. a second it, it hit me really hard so um if anybody thinks of anything else out there besides Thriller that, that reminds you of let us know because remember as soon as uh, Thriller starts yeah. it goes into that. Yeah, but it's also the way the way that that's the second part ends, where it doesn't just repeat the. No, I know. But yeah, that there there was something about that too. But I wonder but if that is just what you're thinking. But I I don't know for sure. It it very well could be. It it very well could be. Um, yeah, man. Um, Masahiro Ikariko, definitely another name I think of. It's been with Konami for a while. Did some work on some Castlevania games. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, just. Good stuff. Good Excellent stuff. stuff. Excellent stuff. All right, man. And um, you ready? Let's do it. Right, let's do this. Getting into a, a series that I knew would probably feature somewhere on this I'm playlist. I'm not shocked you brought something from the series, <laughs> yeah, to be fair. We are going to start my first block with theme song from Leisure Suit Larry, Love for Sale, S-A-I-L, released <laughs> November 26, 1996, and composed by Frank Zatoli.
Next up, we're going to listen to Theme Sax Version from Dragon Ball Z Budokai 2, released December 5th, 2003, and composed by Kinji Yamamoto.
Next up, featuring soprano saxophone, we're listening to Stars from Civilization 3, released October 30th, 2001, composed by Mark Cromer and featuring Roland Rizzo.
All right, coming back, we are first talking about an icon of the sweet, sexy subgenre of video oh. games. <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry. Emphasis specifically. on sexy. The theme song from Leisure Suit Larry Seven. Seven. I had no idea there were so many of these games, dude. And this, this is this, this is seven in 1996. Yep. Yeah, man. There these have been, been around several since. Almost since video games have been around. There is now Leisure eleven. Suit Larry Love eleven of for them. sale. S A I L, which leads me to believe that Larry is probably on some kind of uh, the Love Cruise or something like that. That's yeah, he's, he's, he's on the Singles Booze Cruise, dude. He's on the Singles Booze Cruise. What are you What are you talking about? There you go. I well, I, I've never confession time actually played a Leisure Suit Larry game. Oh, I thought so. I thought you were going to say you've never been on a Singles <laughs> Booze Cruise. I was say, well, neither, neither have I. I've actually never been on a cruise either. Um, yeah, me neither. Actually, I actually don't me want neither. to go on a cruise. But um, <laughs> well, I'd like to sometime, but. You I know, have played some different Larry games. They are fun. Frank, again, as we say every time we play something, because this is one of his favorite franchise. He loves this series. So, oh yeah. Well, Frank basically is Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, so. I mean, it looks just oh. like him. <laughs> Larry just has more hair but. than Frank does now. So, and it's not great. <laughs> oh man, Frank, we love you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, this 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 track just. I, I I gotta say I don't I don't brag on myself too often, but all three of these tracks were just freaking fire, this, dude. This really was <laughs> potentially maybe a really the strongest block on the show. I, I might yeah, I might say depending. Well, and I mean, and so much it's all on that sax. I mean, it really the, is. the other instruments are great. I love the piano on this one. I love the guitar in the next two. What's really but... interesting is all three tracks of these, or all three of these tracks, have another instrument that really shines alongside the sax the entire way mm -hmm. through. Yeah, and they really, you know, they play off each other really well, and I think each one kind of, you know, um, makes the other even better, which also, kind of like you and I were talking about, th this stuff is great to, to listen to, but it's also the kind of music that's really, really great to experience with somebody else, because yeah. our enjoyment of it also feeds on each other, uh, and a positive feedback loop. <laughs> Absolutely. And while we were listening to this track, we discovered that, uh, as, as I mentioned in, in the lead-in, it was composed by Frank Zatoli, written by Frank Zatoli. But the uh, you said this is the creator of the game, Al Lowe, director, like the designer, director, designer, director. and writer, all three, and wrote, also directed, apparently and saxophone it. performer and saxophone <laughs> player, Al Lowe. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man, this How was cool. good stuff. That ooh, that piano. I also love, and a couple of your tracks had this too. I love uh, uh, Snatcher specifically had a really really great ending. But all yes. three of these tracks, they had an ending. They, they did do. The they had that like, which that, was like that, yeah, that stop <laughs> ending. It's so cool. Yeah. Very, very nice. It's nice to hear some of those sometimes. I, I take for granted that, uh, you know, most video game music, just by virtue of what it is, is probably going to loop. So this is really cool. These are like, these aren't just video game tunes. These are songs. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Absolutely. And switching gears completely. Man. <laughs> into the track that you said you said that you knew from the beginning you were going to bring that Gravity Rush track. This is the one that I heard very early on in my listening, and I knew I had to bring it to this episode. Um, I don't know why I've been doing so much Dragon Ball Z lately. It like I'm not seeking it out; it just comes to me. <laughs> but from Dragon Ball Z Budokai Two, this is theme sax version. Uh, so it's the main theme. Um, 
the regular main theme is mostly just that guitar, which is awesome by itself. Incredible. But this one throws in the sax and dude, dude, the sax. You <laughs> blew me away with this track. You dude. could just picture the guy up on stage, just like oh. moving around, dancing around, twisting have that you, saxophone. Have and, you ever like? I mean, you've you, your dad is in the music industry, radio industry. I'm sure you've been to several rock concerts. You've been there when they do the dueling guitars. Oh yeah, I've been to some rock concerts, some jazz concerts. Yeah, like, when they, yeah, the guys duel, get up or, or there even and dueling piano bars, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. something like that. But yeah. you can just picture a guy standing up there with a saxophone, a guy standing up there with like an a, a electric guitar, and just going back and forth. It's so yeah. good. It's so good. And th- this is actually shredding sax. What I said earlier Absolutely, about Snatcher, yeah. you know, when I said if what if this isn't shredding sax, I don't know what is. You brought this, and now <laughs> I know <laughs> what shredding sax actually is. Yeah, so thank man. you. But like, yeah, what you were talking about, it's you know, we talk about in gaming the Tetris effect, where you play Tetris long enough and you just kind of get into this Zen state where you're barely even thinking about it, and you're just like, it's almost like the blocks are moving just based on your thoughts. Like you're not even moving your hands or anything. It's just you're you're you are the game. Of course. Well, you know, if you for people who have played an instrument and played it long enough and and well enough that you, you can get to this point where you kind of do the same thing. You're just like zoned into what you're doing. And it's I mean, that's why people in spiritual traditions believe in things like transcendentalism. It's just it takes you to a new almost another plane of existence. And a really, really good performer does that same thing to the audience. And that is what this track does for me. Dude, you know what else does that? Drugs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, a lot of people like to mix and mash, you know? <laughs> I did so, tonight. So we're doing but I also, I, I got to say, that same thing is true about that Gravity Rush song you brought, even though it's such <laughs> a completely different style. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just, man. And and frankly, it's also true, I think, of the third track in my block, uh, Stars from Civ III. Um, that, this would have fit departure, in pretty well, I think, dude. on our, what our a Spanish episode. It would yeah. have. And what a departure to go from shredding electric guitar and sax to chill acoustic Spanish flair guitar vibes with a sax. Yep. What a what a complete 180. Yeah. And again, the two instruments playing off of each other. Very well. Too. Same two instruments, but in different permutations. Um I'm I'm almost positive that and most of the sax we've purpose, been hearing. By the way, no, I did not. I, I forgot <laughs> that these two tracks featured those two specific, you know, instrument pairings. It just, you know, it's it kids kismet, you know, or whatever it worked out well. Yes. Um, but I uh, I I feel like most of the sax we've been hearing tonight has been tenor sax because that's the one. It, it has it has a really good range and it plays really well with ensembles. Um. And I have a little trouble sometimes differentiating between tenor and alto uh, because the tenor has such range. But when I hear a soprano sax or a baritone sax, I know that that's what I'm hearing. And I've got a berry sax song later in my next block, but this is my soprano sax song. And I love it. It's almost like a like a flute version of a saxophone. Yeah, this is super. But it's still got that, that, that tang that saxophone sound has. <laughs> Absolutely, man. This is super phenomenal. Um, I, I really like that it slowed down there at the end for your block. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that acoustic episode we did... Last year, I was such a big fan of this. Oh, man. Brought back some good memories with this one. I took you. We took you for a ride on this block, man. Oh, yeah. 
And it's crazy, dude. Civ has such great music for a series. It really does. Well, it I mean, you, such people spend music. so many hours at a time in Civ. Of course. I feel like the music's got to be good or it's going to, you know, it's going to make you want to stop playing. Absolutely. But, but see, and this could, this could loop indefinitely. Like if I were playing a game, I could oh, listen yeah. to this for 30 minutes and be fine. But it doesn't. It has a really, really nice ending. So yeah, just good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good job to uh, you. Uh, to uh, Mark Cromer, and uh, shout out to Roland Rizzo who is performing the sax on this. I thought track. you were going to say shout out to you, like as in shout out well, yeah, to me sh- for bringing this to track. Me. Yeah, I brought yeah. this track. <laughs> curating video game music, curating master, right Absolutely. here. Absolutely, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> But man, get that, I know get that at least on your one of in your next block. Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm going to add that to my resume. Uh, master <laughs> curator of video game music. Um. <laughs> they'll be like, is that like a like a master baiter? <laughs> uh, before we, we are on this We Sexy Sax episode, but before we get there, uh, I'm going to go back to the segue I was trying to do, saying I, I know at least one of your tracks from the next block because I you almost do. brought it. Yes. But then I was like, wait, this is Shenmue. I'm going to let Brian bring this. Yes, you knew but I would bring this Before we one. get to that, I'll let you introduce your block and I'll stop talking. And we are going to kick <laughs> this block off with a game that I had not heard of, actually, before. This is another one of the ones that I found alongside that uh, Dropsy track from earlier. And I was completely blown away by this soundtrack. After this episode, you're going to want to check this entire soundtrack out, Bedrock. This is this soundtrack's really well done. So we are going to kick this block off with, and I love the name of this track, Defense Straight to the... I, mean, I said it wrong. Defense Straight to My Heart. And Defense and uh, Straight is like put together that word is defenestrate wait wait is it what does that mean d-e-f i'll cut this from the episode but what does that mean um you don't have to cut it from the episode because i i actually think this is a cool conversation to defenestrate which that's not how it's spelled it's a pun but i love it because it's one of my favorite words is that not how the word is spelled is to throw someone out the window so is this not how the word is initially or originally spelled so defen no um it's r-a-t-e just defenestrate um this is straight you know like straight to my heart but it's defenestrate to my heart huh. yeah yeah it's <laughs> it's it's a little convoluted but i'm sure it's got some kind of story element to it but that's really yeah, funny, like well like actually. i said no idea what this game is um clearly didn't even know what that word was <laughs> right <laughs> it's it's not a super common word <laughs> it is spelled differently to, to my defense it is spelled like defense and it straight is. put together it, which is what i thought like it was that, yeah because that's what it looks like to me um but yeah i'd never heard of this game so i know nothing about it um i just know that it is a, a like a, a noir type of a game of some sort um, and the artwork on youtube is super nice yeah it's like a stealth puzzler but it's got some noir elements i don't know i don't know i don't know anything about this game that's basically what i gather from the pictures i saw and a brief video Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> how did you say that word? Defend, defenestrate, defenestrate. Mm-hmm. We are going to kick this block off <laughs> with defenestrate to my heart from Gunpoint, released June third, twenty thirteen, composed by Ryan Ike.
This is Kyle, and one day you can be too. Every Friday, I host what is soon to be your favorite podcast, The Media Files. Me and one of my best friends talk about pop culture happening so that you don't look like an uncultured swine during those boring water cooler conversations. Laughs are shared, tears are cried, and sometimes we have really interesting special guests that you might be familiar with. Download The Media Files wherever you download podcasts, and remember, be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later. Next up, let's take a listen to Snack Linda theme from Shenmue. This released on November 8th, 2000, and it was composed by Takanobu Mitsuyoshi and Yuzo Koshiro.
and closing out this block, let's take a listen to Old LA 2040 from Police Knots. This released on January 19th, 1996, and it was composed by Tapi Iwase, Masahiro Ikariko, and Motuaki Furukawa.
coming back in. We are talking about, uh, I already forgot how to pronounce that word. Uh, Defenestrate defenestrate, to my heart. (laughs) Defenestrate to my heart from Gunpoint, again, composed by Ryan Ike. Uh, Like I said, a game that I had never heard of before, Um, but this track, man, and and the entire soundtrack, but this is incredible. So good, dude. I mean, th- this block again. It's this. This yes. Really, this I mean, entire well, block is just wow. that last track is like yeah, seven I'm different on a, genres. I'm but. on a freaking high after listening to that space yeah, opera this, type. Oh my god, it was so good. No, but man, this this is incredible. Opera. I love the instrumentation in this track. This is so unique and so different from anything else we've heard so far, and just so good so dark yeah yeah i was telling you while we were listening to this on this on the uh, gunpoint soundtrack because i don't know if the main character i don't even first of all i don't even know if what who we're seeing on the artwork is the main character mm-hmm. um i don't know if the main character uses or plays a saxophone as his instrument or if the saxophone just plays some role in this game or if it has nothing to do with it at all and it's just you know the vibe but uh I dig it, whatever it is, because there are so many saxophone tracks in the soundtrack for Gunpoint. So I was telling you, well, you know, at some point you need to explore the rest of the soundtrack because I think you're going to sure. find that you really do fall in love with uh, a significant amount more of tracks like I did. I, I only wanted to bring one from Gunpoint. I didn't want to double up because, you know, I only have seven spots, but uh, this entire soundtrack is is pretty well done. So check it out. Yeah, for sure. I will be doing that. Nice. Yes. And I, I, I don't know that I'll ever check out the game, but soundtrack is absolutely incredible. After all of this, I definitely at least have to look up some some footage. Oh, yeah. Because I'm very intrigued. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking, so, I, you know, a game that I probably will never go back to play to a game that I would love to continue to play if they keep releasing new ones. We move <laughs> to Shenmue and we yeah, get man. the Snack Linda theme, which I'm going to be honest with you, Bedroth. I have played through the... I, I tell you I don't replay games often, right? So mm-hmm. I don't. Just like I don't rewatch movies often, though there are some that I do, right? There are those quote-unquote tradition movies. Hocus Pocus, generally I watch it maybe once a year, but I have skipped the last few years. You know what I mean? Like, you have those types of movies. I'm just saying, like, on, 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 a, gener- on a general basis, I don't rewatch movies. I don't replay games, but there are exceptions, right, of course. Right, right, right. Shenmue is one of those exceptions. I've replayed the original Dreamcast version of Shenmue twice, so I the original time and then once again. And then I played it when it re when the remastered version came out on PS4. So I've went through the game three times and I don't know and I cannot tell you where this track plays in the game. I have no idea. I cannot place it. I know I've heard it in the game before, <laughs> but I no idea where. Well, uh, well who is Linda? No idea. <laughs> it's funny. That's like, funny. I don't know because I think this might be a track that plays in one of like the back alleys or the streets or one of the bars or like mm-hmm. areas. It sounds you can like go it could be into, bar music for sure. Um, because there are a couple like not many of the buildings can you go into, but there are a couple that you do go into for story purposes. So I'm yeah. wondering if this is played in an area like that, maybe just like as as background music, not necessarily like right yeah. up front in I mean, your well, face. I mean, this is like, which is like maybe why I'm movie, not remembering where exactly it's at. Yeah, like if this were in a movie, th- th- this would be like the main characters, like 
got a drink on the rocks and he's like across the table from somebody and he's like like interrogating him or something and they're in a nightclub and this is playing in the background so <laughs> i had to look it up because i knew i knew linda when you said who's linda um when i said i had no idea then i started thinking i was like because after i said the bars there was a bar linda so i had to look it up and yes ah. bar, bar linda is a small intimate bar at the back of the bar district on debuita street Ooh, intimate sweet sexy so, sex sweet sexy sex it opens at 6 30 <laughs> and it closes at 5 a.m yeah man that's that's this has got to be the 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 music that plays in that bar absolutely yeah and i and i think you only go into that bar like once or twice so man they wrote this for a place you only encounter in the game once or twice that's that is just incredible i guess you could go you could go in there as often as you want but like when you need to go there just like once or twice like most average players will only visit it once or twice listening to this music i think yes you do need to go in there just stand there and listen to it. Chill out at Bar Linda. Enjoy Dubuita Street. Go to Bar Linda on Dubuita Street during Christmas time because then in Shenmue, you'll see Santa Claus walking around in the game. Uh, nice. He, nice. He, he, there's a little uh, Santa Claus cameo in Shenmue. It, it goes by the uh, clock of your system, whatever you're playing it on. If this, uh, if this kind of sweet, sexy sex is involved, I would enter Bar Linda on any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nice man. And then moving dude, on to <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how to describe this, dude. This is um, another contender <laughs> for my track of the episode, right? Another contender. Um, it is the most recent, so it is inching its way near to that number one spot. This, I, I feel like, so I, when I said space opera, I kind of meant it, like. To me, it, yeah. it, fe- it feels like it has a beginning, a middle, several middles, right? There's there's different acts to this track. It feels like a like a retro rock icon, like a rock opera, like like doing yeah, opera. like doing just some big like this is my magnum opus kind yeah. of thing. It's uh, I, I gotta say I can't think of very many seven minute plus tracks where I am engaged for literally every bar of the song. And you and I just <laughs> sit here blown away. Yeah. By the way, we are talking about old LA twenty forty from Police Knots. This is my other Kojima yeah, Konami um, Masahiro Ik- Ikariko track. Yeah. Yeah, man. I just ugh. I ugh, I can't. I can't. It just because it just keeps getting better. Like. Every time it goes on to a new thing, it somehow feels better than the thing before. <laughs> and it's all so good. Like, it's all so good. I knew you would like this. I was hoping you had never heard this one. I was really, really hoping you had never heard this one because I knew you would love this track. Um, because I remember when you brought that. Uh, oh, what was it? It was a it was like a nine minute track. Yeah, it, 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 was, was, it was it was a credits theme, I think. I, I feel like it might have been on our. Um, the game of the year or the soundtracks of the year episode. Oh, it, it may have been. It may have been. Oh, it, no, it was It was for the Pathless. It was like a nine minute track from the Pathless. Okay. Remember? Okay. I don't know Vaguely. what, I don't remember what episode, I, if I go to Anchor, I could probably tell but you. But I do remember I, talking about how like, that that track kept going to new places and it was really yeah and how i love that about like classical inspired music but this is the farthest thing from that and it's doing the same the same thing oh absolutely yeah oh it's just just so good yeah when just i am um, so good because this is a track this is another one that i had 
already known about like it was in one of my playlists for this type of music that I enjoy um I knew because of what you said about that track from the pathos which I can't even remember the name of the track but uh, I knew you would really like this because it does similar things right it does so many different genres so many different styles um mm. you don't own the pathless do you I do not I do right, not so it wouldn't have been on the steam it wouldn't have been in although I'm um, I'm looking it up now trying to figure out which the pathless it would have been the Austin Winery episode, I bet. Okay, yeah. Yep, that's what it was. 100%. Is that what it was? Because uh, okay. I remember now. Yep, yep. I remember now. The Path to Salvation Ooh. from the Pathless. That's what it was called. Yep. The Dude. Man. What I could a just, freaking track. I'm listening I again like we always do. Again. Yeah. Listen, I am. I am. I am already yeah, me too. three and three <laughs> minutes and 35 seconds into it. Because that's how long we've been talking about yep. the game. Yep. I'm right there with you, man. <laughs> yeah. And, just, and I could talk about I it for seven minutes and 26 seconds. And just listen again. <laughs> It's just so good. It's so, so good. good. I would love for them. I know this, you know, it does say like remastered. I would love for them to actually like do a new police knots or do a remake of the originals. I would love to play these games, dude. They are still exclusive to Japan. They've never released outside of Japan. Did I lose you? Huh? Nope. Nope. You didn't. Sorry. Oh. I'm still here. I'm just lost in this music, dude. Just... <laughs> Because now, now the guitar is in there, and it's doing that awesome finger-picking Le- stuff. Leaf Bedroth getting just swept away by the music once again in the episode. Yeah, man. You're distracted by the, the, the what, by what's going on, the, the eargasm right now. <laughs> the just, picking. This whole episode oh God, has just been picking. one big eargasm, dude. I, I don't I don't even I don't even like that word, I'll be honest. But it's really? just, it's a, it's there's a no dumbass, other word to describe this whole it's episode. It's a dumbass word, I know. But. <laughs> like Metroidvania. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like yeah. I, uh, I, I really wanted to do this episode um, for a while and I wanted to coincide it with um, Valentine's Day. So that's why this episode is actually being posted this particular week. And I, I feel like, you know, this this track gets a little uh, gets a little fast for some, you know, some sweet, sexy sax music for Valentine's Day. But uh, I feel like there are elements of this track that fit that part, too. Maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah, it's <sighs> OK. I got to stop. I got to stop because I just keep getting distracted by the music and I can't <laughs> pay attention to what we're talking about. I, I guess I guess I have to call it. This is my track of episode. It just I, I think I would probably. Well, depending again, I need to hear what you have left. Yeah, we, I mean, we still have four tracks left. Yes, but you, you by the way, I'm sure you've heard my playout track. You had to have heard my playout track. I, I have, yeah. It, it that that one sounds familiar. But if you've and never so, heard it, you yeah. will love it. So, but so far, I think w- the stars of our blocks. That first block, obviously, your Gravity Rush track was yes. incredible. Um, but one edging, night in Kobe City was too. Yeah, it was still yeah, incredible. I think that yeah. one was also great. But I think just for my personal taste, I got to give it to Gravity Rush. I that, would too. Those strings too. in that track. Um, my my DBZ track was Absolutely. just oof. Although again, strong contender from Civilization, Civilization Three yep, as well. Well, this one I really really liked gun um, the gunpoint track straight to my heart I almost want to give it to it just for that that title but but this this is on a whole other level of yeah. music yeah this, this is just this insanely is good yeah this is a star and I and I and I would I think I would probably pencil this in as my 
favorite track of the show so far. Well, let's let's see where things go because my first track of the next block is my longest track of the block. It is. And like this one, it goes a lot of different places. It's uh it is a lot more I feel like it's more driving than this track, which is from a fighting game, so but this is also my track that's going to feature some baritone saxophone. So get Ooh. ready for some deep some uh deep, deep sax. grindy sax. Some it's really deep, really good stuff. Sax. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, and on that note, I'm going <clears> to <throat> I'm going to get ready to introduce this track. Opening up my next block, we are going to take a listen to Unfinished Business Under the Bridge from Skullgirls Encore, <laughs> released October 23rd, 2013, composed by Michiro Yamane, Brenton Cossack, and Blade McGurty.
Coming up next, we're going to listen to Toki Meki Saxophone from Guardian Heroes, released January 26, 1996, composed by Katsuhiko Suzuki and Norio Hansawa. Closing out my second block, we're going to listen to Challenge from Picross 3D Round 2, released September 1st, 2016, composed by Megumi Ohara, Hirokazu Ando, and Shogo Sakai.
And coming back from our last block of three, we're talking about Unfinished Business, or Under the Bridge, from Skullgirls Encore. This was really nice, man. Another another dueling saxophone track. Yeah. With some I, Bond I, elements at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I love the... Uh, that that slow intro and then it gets into kind of a uh, that like you said that secret agent that sort of thing going on secret agent absolutely yeah and then yeah we had moving into it that Barry Sax starts peering off with an alto sax and doing some call and response type stuff but, but yeah solid very solid track I think and um, I do like that yet again it's another long song but it doesn't repeat it yeah just, another yeah. good ending right it just good, keeps going perfect mm-hmm. ending to the track um, this is a this is a great track another track that has like so I knew right like I've heard a lot of saxophones in music and I knew that like fast saxophones are, are just you know one of those types of players but it's crazy mm-hmm. like how many elements of like what I keep saying is shredding saxophones in this episode um, that we had on this show today. And this is another example in, in a lot of parts of this track. Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's good stuff, dude. Um, and again, the instrumentation, I really like the uh, the organ in this track. Me too. Um, Who did you say you said would Prof Jeff is a fan of this series? Yes, I wish that, uh, that Jeff could could be here for this one because he could say more about... Because I've never the, played um, Skullgirls either. Yeah, he could say more about the actual like game. Um, but it's one of those, uh, those pretty, uh, very nicely animated fighting games yeah. that's got kind of a unique aesthetic. Um, and uh, but yeah, I just I just like this song. But I do maybe too. Jeff can can weigh in on Discord or something and tell us a little more about the Skullgirls experience. I wonder if if what we're seeing here is maybe like an arena in the in the game. You know, like, probably. You know, I, I imagine that's why it has two titles. It's like yeah. unfinished business is the title of the song, but it takes place in the under, under the, bridge the bridge stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense to me. That is, I think that is a solid theory right there. Yeah, cool logo too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's it's a it's a fun little series. I um Jeff did tell me about it at one point, and then I just it went out of my head because you know brains, but um but I remember thinking it sounded cool at the time. I agree. I'm, I'm at the part again where that sax is going like that. They get a dad. They get a dad. They get a dad. Oh yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh man. Good it's stuff. So good. good stuff. And then moving to a, a pair of tracks that even together are not as long as my first track of this block. <laughs> <laughs> first up, um, a game you said you actually have heard this. I've heard this track. Yeah, I've definitely heard this. Likely on because I've never played Guardian Heroes, um, so I've probably heard this on another podcast several years ago when I used to listen to a lot of BGM podcasts. Now I don't really listen yeah, to it anymore. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about Guardian Heroes on uh, on other shows, but we're talking about Tokimeki Saxophone. Cool title. Um, yeah, nice, relatively short little track. And Is that a character? Uh, Tokimeki? Uh, I have no idea. I don't um I don't know anything about this series at all. <laughs> this sounds but so 80s, dude. This sounds so it does. 80s. It I totally does. Love this. Like released in 96, but it sounds like it should have released in 86. This sounds mm-hmm. so 80s. It's phenomenal. The way the guitar kicks in like every couple like 10 seconds there at that one area. Oh man, or what is supposed to be the guitar, I would assume. But. Damn, this is a great and, track. And uh, this, uh, again, is composed by um, Kazuhiko Suzuki and Norio Hanzawa, who the the two of them paired up before on um, on a few games. Um, I think that they were both affiliated with um, Treasure at yeah, one time. Yeah, the Treasure release, yes. 
Um, uh, Suzuki actually started out working in Konami, mostly on the Famicom. And then he uh, he moved over to Treasure, and that's where I think he did a lot of his work with Hanzawa. But I think that this game is the one that the two of them are most well-known for. I mean, it would make sense. It's the one that I know. Well, another one that you may have heard of before, it's kind of a, a cult classic, is Dynamite Heady on the Genesis. Oh, absolutely, dude. We've played a track from that game before. The two of them worked on that, uh, but that one had a lot of composers. Uh, Akihata is another one who uh, was yep. who's worked on that I one. remember. Frank Frank brought a track or, from that from that game i remember it's a it's an interesting little game um i can't remember is that one on the uh the genesis virtual console on switch no i don't think so i don't think so yeah i'm i'm wondering now um i don't think it is either isn't it is this what is this like very similar to playstyle wise um, um i don't know it's a platformer where you can throw your head and it'll explode yeah and then it just like grows back or something um one i remember of those quirky, i remember frank you know. saying like it was it was really fun but it, it was like very similar to something else but i can't remember exactly what he was telling me it was i don't remember yeah but um uh, i don't know what kind of uh, what kind of game <laughs> um supposedly one of the best games on the genesis either, so to be honest supposedly one of the best games on the genesis yeah according to reception <laughs> but yeah solid track and then then we get into something kind of lights to uh, finish out my last block uh i was telling you that i you were really surprised that you I said that i didn't pick I a mario kart 8 submissions. track yeah mm-hmm. i was surprised when i saw um, the submissions you didn't have one on there there were a few tracks from mario kart 8 and also cuphead that i had listened to that have a lot of great um, great saxophone cuphead may, have, cuphead may have been tough to choose from we've played so much from that soundtrack though yeah which is one of the reasons that i didn't spend as much time digging through cuphead when i found so many other games and it's also the reason that instead of Mario Kart 8, which I would have brought Dolphin Shoals, I think, okay. for Mario and Kart 8. Yes, fantastic you are track. correct. We have played quite a bit of Mario Kart 8 music on this show. Well, I mean, it's a fantastic soundtrack, but... Uh, it sure is. But I didn't bring it because as I listened more and more to... Um, to challenge from Picross 3D Round 2, I the more I thought, you know what, this could be a Mario Kart track. And I've never heard of this game, so I'm sure some other people might not have heard of it. Judging by the uh, the artwork on YouTube, it looks like it might never have left Japan. I don't know, but, um, but uh, no, it did release here. It released everywhere, actually: okay. Japan, North okay. America, Europe, Australia. This must just be a screenshot from the Japanese title, but but this is I I know it's a puzzle game. I do know it's oh, yeah, a puzzle Picross, game. Yeah, it's a puzzle. Picross type game. is a classic style of puzzle, and Picross games typically have some some pretty good music. Uh, it's kind of one of those funny things like mahjong and golf and pool and fishing. It's like for some reason those games just always have really nice music. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, stel- stellar lineup of composers as well for sure. Um, especially uh, Hirokazu Ando and Shogo Sakai, of course. Well. Shogo Sakai known for a lot of different things, um, not least of which, of course, is Mother 3. But um, both of them also have worked on the Kirby series, of course, and uh, done a lot of great work there. But this is really solid. This is just a nice, solid uh, Nintendo jazzy track. Yes. Now uh, it's that got a being very said, Nintendo sound to it. That being said, I asked you this while we were listening to it. This released in Japan in 2015, came out in North America 2016. We got Super Mario Odyssey Worldwide in 2017. Doesn't this mm-hmm. sound like some of that New Donk City jazz music? It does. It does. Um, I don't know what it is that's making me... Like, this could definitely have fit in, like, if there had been a jazz club in New Donk City that you would want for you to go into. Um, <laughs> uh, I could have heard this, but but especially here in the... Is there Bar like, Linda the, New Donk City? <laughs> Barlinda, Bar Pauline, New York City. Perfect, Bar Pauline. 
Wait, wh wait, wasn't there wasn't there a Pauline something in New Donk City? I mean, Pauline is the mayor. I was gonna say besides but just besides but, that, yeah, yeah. I think there was. I don't know. There, was. there may have been. I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. I, I I haven't played it in a minute now, but uh, but I was just thinking that it, it's the part after like the minute thirty mark. That's the point where I feel like okay, this could be this could be a Mario Kart track when it brings in like that that organ and stuff. Yeah, I could just see myself like with the track speeding by and you're on one of those one of those uh, tracks that's like in a city, like it's got cobblestones or something. Yeah, New Donk City. There you go. There, New Donk City track. This, this is, is the, the Mario this, Kart this track music. that plays in the <laughs> New Donk City course. There you go, man. Of Mario Kart. You know, I'm that's surprised they haven't done a New Donk City track. Maybe maybe one of these. Um, I think there is Mario Kart expansion. Mario Kart tour. Okay. Well, I mean, there's a lot of, like, real-life city tracks in Mario Kart Tour. There are. But, man, speaking, though, real quick of Mario Kart, uh, we haven't talked about the Nintendo Direct in this. Um, hopefully, you guys are going to get to do a max level where you we talk about some of that. We are recording max level in, like, less than 10 hours. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Cool, cool. I got to say, the... the, the the two things that I was most stoked about, honestly, um, uh, that was a really solid direct. There was a lot of really, really good that was, stuff. That was a stellar direct, dude. That was a stellar direct if you were a fan of Japanese JRPGs. Well, I mean, or or just really, or like just the Metroid Japanese games in looks general. great. Um, the, uh, of course, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, but... Uh, there were several cool things, but the fantasy life, of course, anybody yep. who knows me, I, um, and Dusk, <laughs> Dusk and I both were like, just, wh what? What? <laughs> we started yelling. Were you guys watching the direct together? Yeah, we were all watching it together. And, oh, and my, my other kids were there. My other kids were there with me. And they were, were you watching at me it live or were, were you like, watching it like You after guys the need fact. to be quiet. It was like an hour later because. Oh, damn. So, um, you, so, so you didn't get it spoiled. Yeah. Nice. Good. Uh, good, yeah, good. I didn't get spoiled. So. Uh, we got spoiled on one thing when we were like opening YouTube to go to it, which yeah. I think it was just the Splatoon stuff, oh, which yeah. our household has kind of moved past Splatoon. Yeah, a little who cares bit, about so. that? I mean, Splatoon again, great well, I mean, freaking music. A lot of people, great, a lot of no, people of course, do. great freaking and music. Great music, but yeah, it's Shukapal every, went every time they show new phase. Splatoon stuff, it's always just you know Splatfests and like, new oh, course, okay. new that's cool levels. Yeah. yeah, but a very lead for long enough. Uh, Fantasy Life course, really excited about. But the reason I'm talking about this now, that Yoshi's Island track in the next Mario Kart expansion, yeah, looks amazing. Looks amazing. Like, I don't even know, like, the design of the track, whatever. But just all of the decoration around it, the way everything looks, it's... I love Yoshi's Island. It's a really special game for, like, when I played it when I was a kid. And it's got such a unique and memorable aesthetic, uh, the way the graphics were. Uh, one of the best-looking games on the SNES. And the way that they have kind of migrated that aesthetic over, I cannot wait to play this track. I'm still bummed because it's like a track and a character on this expansion, and we've gotten used to four tracks per pass. But still, that track by itself is looks really cool. I would really, be excited really cool. to play as Birdo again. Yeah, yeah, I think that's going to be cool. Nice for, you know, Nintendo to, to include a non-binary character. <laughs> uh, but, oh, and also... In that direct, shout out to the baby Snagrits from Pikmin 4. Those things are oh, super cute. I was going to say, Shoot had to be uh, had to be loving that Pikmin 4 showcase oh, yeah. at the start, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was super excited when uh, it got teased, of course, last time. But yeah. getting to see all this stuff and seeing the new kind of Pikmin and everything, she was she was really excited. But Nice. This has been your max level preview since <laughs> I don't record on that podcast. <laughs> yeah, check out, you know, check out my Kyle thoughts. and I's full thoughts. Uh, on, on the show. Search Max excited, Level on your favorite podcast Excited about feed. it. Even though Kyle's on it, I'm excited. Um, 
<laughs> nah, you know I love you, man. Get me back on Media Files. I want to talk about... I actually do need... There's something I, I want to tell him I, I do want to talk about because I think I'll, I might have a unique perspective on it, but we'll see. Nice. Anyway, um, those are my tracks. And yeah, closing it out. Nice and neat. But we still got to talk about your like perfect cherry on top finisher for this episode. Yeah, I thought you'd get a, uh, a kick out of my closing track that I brought. A track that I knew I wanted to put at the end. Uh, mm -hmm. We are talking about Burning Hearts, Burning Angel from Burning Rangers. This was composed by <laughs> Neofumi Hataya with vocals done by Takanobu Mitsuyoshi. Oh, man, Takanobu <sighs> Mitsuyoshi this is something must else. be the most fun person ever. <laughs> like, right? You can tell he gives zero craps about oh, yeah. what anybody zero thinks. Zero dude. Zero Fs he given. Is, just he's so much joy in his singing and i could not help but just smile when i heard this track come on this is so great yeah great, obvi obviously this is this is a fairly well-known track i think uh, especially in this you know niche of of podcasting um but damn this is just so good and that saxophone solo around like the three minute mark is just otherworldly dude it's so good mm -hmm. yeah it really is man really is <sighs> perfect way to finish a really really strong episode i was telling you man between the two of us um we have now over 350 episodes to our name uh between bg mania and very good music oh okay i was gonna say i was gonna say we are in the 270s sir but no 350 and total yes and in 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 all of that, between all those all those episodes, this has to be in the top ten. This I would is, think so. This has been an amazing episode of music, man. Great I agree. Job. I I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm glad we finally sat down to do this theme. Um, I'm glad I finally put it on the freaking calendar. I I know I do. You know, tend to uh, tend to put most of the things on there, but we did talk most. Actually, you know what? For 2023, we you and I came up with most of our um, like topic ideas each week together, which was kind of nice. Um, it was fun. Yeah. yeah, I know. Well, I think because last year of 2022 is when you really debuted at the beginning of the year. And I had already pre-planned out most of the year like I usually do the year prior. So we just kind of stuck with what I had on the list. This is the first year that you and I really worked together on putting the playlist together. And I think it shows um, because you and I, we, we bring really two different drastic, differently things to, to the show, um, which has been commented on as a, as a strength of the show. So I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. Glad. And I think that and yet we also to, both like kind of know what the other one likes. And so sometimes I'll bring yeah. something that's more like something you would bring because of that. So, right. Yeah. And vice versa. Absolutely. It's a cool dynamic that we yeah. found here. So I think, you know, working together to uh, put this list together for 2023, I think, is showing with how good our episodes have been so far. And, and they really are just they're going to continue to get better. I'm looking at the playlist again over the next several months. And, man, I am just so freaking excited for some of these themed episodes we have coming up on the episodes you and I are on together. Man, yeah. The, I'm I'm pumped for the one that's going to come up in, in a month. It, it has made me think and wonder and dig more than almost anything else we've ever done. But I'm excited. 
and I'm not going to say anything about what I'm doing for it. I don't want you to either because I want us to show up and be like, okay, what the heck did you do for this topic? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that's enough man. of a tease. Yeah. But... And that's that's still <laughs> several weeks away. We still have to get through a radio hour at the end of the month next week. Mm-hmm. And then after we got that, a composer showcase. we got a composer appreciation episode. I'm excited. Yeah. We actually, uh, we, we just put this person in there. We had someone in there initially and took them out because decided not to do them right now. Uh, maybe we'll yep, revisit, we're gonna it revisit later. That kind of a yeah. different idea. Yep. We're going to revisit that one later. Um, but yeah, we got a, we got a really fun composer appreciation plan planned for beginning of March. I'm excited. Um, hell of an episode, man. Like I said, I am so glad we finally did this one. Do you have anything else to mention? Anything to plug before we get on out of here? Uh, not super at the moment. Um, although, speaking of Shuka Pao, I do want to mention she's still going strong on YouTube. She just dropped a two-part um, ranking video where she ranked all of the Pokemon in Scarlet and Violet, but with a twist. So... Go check it out, and uh, you can find out more about what she's doing uh, on Twitter, at ShootKapow. Um, movie bar has been getting delayed time after time this month, <laughs> but, uh, but we'll get Saw there that. eventually. So, um, and, uh, so it's our dozen listeners, listeners out there. If any of you also listen to BG mania, <laughs> um, we will be back, but, uh, but yeah, man, I, um, you know, and it's crazy. It feels like we've been talking forever, but we just now passed the two hour mark. So I think, I, know. I think we're sinking into a good rhythm here. Yeah. Granted it is 2 AM, uh, on the East yeah. coast. We, we did record this one really late at night, but yeah, we did just cross the two hour mark. So not bad. Not bad at all. Yep. So you're welcome out there, everyone. Yep. And because uh, that'll yeah, be that'll be condensed. So, like the episode length should be right around two hours. Then with with some of the silences removed, with the pauses removed, right, and then everything anyway, we should just fit. Now, granted, there there are some lengthier tracks on this episode. So if we go over a little over two hours, apologies. That is true. But that damn is it, true. this is such a good but one. You know I, what? I don't care. Right. The music, <laughs> they're not going to care. It's like they're not going to care if, if the episode's longer because we're playing stuff like this. Yeah. Who cares at that <laughs> Who point? Who cares, right? man? Who cares? As, if we're not rambling on, it's the music that's rambling on. No one's going to. You know, that's that's fine. I just when when I hear you and I talk so much, I was like, man, we need to shut up sometimes. <laughs> I I started feeling some of the same stuff, especially that when we talked about the the stuff at the end of the year episode, the the, the best of 2022. <laughs> we we went to a lot of weird places in that one. So, yeah, I think reining it in is not not a bad idea. Tightening things up a little bit. Now, now, now I will say when we talk about like the trees breathing and stuff, that's quality content. And that'll always <laughs> make the show. That'll never get yep, cut. That is quality content. And, and when I when I educate you on on the meaning of the word defenestrate <laughs> or or anything to do with religion, any type of good content <laughs> yep. is always going to make BG mania because this isn't just a VGM podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. You, anybody can go to YouTube and look up a playlist. You're here yeah. to, to hear a couple of <laughs> a couple of weirdos ramble. Yeah, about you're also here to be entertained, right? This is theoretically a radio show. You're here to be entertained. There you go. Um, there you go. I, I don't think of, of BG mania in the same vein that a lot of other BG GM podcasts out there do I think I tend to think of this more as like a variety entertainment show I don't know yeah, almost like a morning show yeah just, which just is why I act dudes. the way help, that help I do on this commute. show yeah <laughs> yep so. yeah oh, man yeah. good stuff good stuff yeah I don't have anything else all right well that is unfortunately going to bring us to the close of the show for this week we do want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible of course by rpgera.com 
If you like video game music, more importantly, you like us and you want to help us grow this show, check the description box for ways you can do just that, including a link to join our Discord community. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Taking us out of this episode, we are going to be taking a listen to, once again, Burning Hearts, Burning Angel from Burning Rangers. This released on May 31st, 1998, and again, it was composed by Naofumi Heitaya, featuring Takanobu Mitsuyoshi on vocals. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.